week we argued that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y? Also, a Chestnut Appreciation Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, the Fraser Robinson Jr. of this podcast. Uh, I'm your co-host, Jordan, the Abo Obama of this podcast. <laughs> I'm your also host, Kevin, the Charles Thomas Paine of this podcast. Now, a lot of people don't realize that Michelle Obama's uh, grandfather was the inspiration for Dr. Fraser Crane <laughs> of tossed salad and scrambled eggs fame. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I, I'm correct that Fraser was just a line chef, right? He, he worked in a diner somewhere and made exclusively tossed salad and scrambled eggs. Yeah. And then every once in a while, people would call, call his phone and be like, oh, they're calling again. <laughs> yep, that's exactly right. Jordan, what was yours? Uh, Obama will be Obama? Abo Obama, Barack Obama's alleged half-brother, also known as Samson Obama. Abo is a mobile phone shop manager in Kenya. Wait, alleged half-brother? Yes. Like, who's alleging? In Dreams from My Father, Obama wrote that his Obama relatives doubt that Abo and Bernard are the biological sons of Barack Obama Sr. Oh, so it happened in a dream sequence. Yeah, that's part of the the dream ballet in the middle of his biography. Is uh, Dreams from My Father, that book that uh, made that album that you love, Tyler? Oh, yeah, Son of Strauka, Son of God. Yeah. Where the dude took the Barack Obama narrated audiobook and cut and screwed it and set it to music so that it tells the story of a half-dog demon god. <laughs> Can, can we t- I really need to put that back on the Facebook page. Can we talk about how freaking stupid that scene is in, uh, uh, what is that, Oklahoma? Oklahoma? The oh, yeah. Ballet I played, scene? Before I lost weight and still had greasy hair, I was always the, the bad guy in all the shows. Really? Because you were that, you obesity were the is the true villain the here in uh, America. Yeah, I was, uh, I was Judd. I was poor Judd is dead. Oh so gosh. I had to do, like, in- interpretive dance ballet abduction rape like it was terrifying yeah because it's like hey they're... my mom used to come to all these plays i was the bad guy in and cry <laughs> and be like you're not really a bad person right and like no mom i'm i'm acting that's like it's like the whole thing uh there didn't you play did you play cow- judas in jesus christ superstar in addition to playing judas in uh godspell and godspell no uh, jc superstar judas is one of my dream roles though oh uh, okay I can't tell you there. I just, I just love the betraying our Lord. Jesus Christ, <laughs> can't get enough superstar. Of um, Kevin, I love. Who, who was yours? Uh, that's his great. That's his his old white lame great uncle. Oh, old white lame. Now See, is he just like a boring person, or does he have like a limp? You guys both <laughs> picked lame white relatives. Uh, no, mine's. I don't think mine's white. I don't think so either. Michelle Obama's granddad. Oh, what? Fraser um, Robinson Jr. Unfortunately, he doesn't have his own page. Wait. But he does seem pretty cool. Uh, so, Election Day was on Tuesday. Hope you did your civic duty. Also, duty. Duty. <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> Jokes on a podcast. <laughs> now, hold on, you... hold on. Fraser Robinson right. is Michelle Obama's grandfather. Yeah, I said Michelle Obama. Oh, I thought Wait. you said... I thought we were only dealing with Barry. Whoa, 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 oh, whoa. come on. They they are in a loving family union. Hold, Anybody's fair game. Hold up. I thought Michelle and Barack were the same person. Have you Oh yeah. Have you <laughs> ever seen them in the same room together? I'm looking yeah. at a picture of them together Serious right talk? now. Did you hear the latest it, uh right-wing conspiracy that Yeah, it's that uh, Michelle Obama's a man. 
No, but close. Oh. That uh, Michelle Obama did not give one. birth to uh, the two Obama daughters. Because she's a man. She's actually right. very wearing I, a wig. I told you, I, I watched a 40-minute video of someone trying to prove that Michelle Obama was a man. What? Now, was it like a documentary, or is it just some dude talking no, into a webcam? No, it was a woman, and it was a documentary. And they had, like, pictures and all this stuff. They were like, notice... Were they, like, pointing out bulges? Yeah, they were like, they picked That's really... Terrible. They picked that really is... unflattering pictures, and they were like, look at this giant... Bulge. That is the meanest documentary I have ever heard. Well, yeah, it really. And they were like, "Look at the shoulders. Only men have shoulders like that." That's not even. No, true. she's a powerful woman, and so clearly she wears shoulder pads. Um, no, but I, I do think that there is some credence to the conspiracy that Michelle Clearwater Obama, <laughs> that Michelle Obama is actually Beyonce. They're the same person. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Beyonce is have... a bigamist. Jay Z is just a. a... Ponzi. Whoa. So wait, are you telling me that Jay-Z has made a cuckold of Barack Obama? No, that's... No, I'm saying Jay-Z has, like, a deal where Obama's like, you gotta you gotta help create this double life for my wife. Here's here's was our third baby, call at, it your own. Was that your attempt at rapping? Oh, yeah. No, that... that... My name is Tyler. I am a rapper. What rhymes with rapper? Clap, Maybe clapper. candy wrapper. Maybe you should go uh, to the crapper. <laughs> Boom. Uh, hey, how was that Mexican ramen you had for dinner? Uh, <laughs> it was fantastic. Oh, do we want to start this podcast? <laughs> oh, yeah, we probably should. Well, we so that, already did. Um, <laughs> as you probably gathered, this is our versus when we, blah, 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 blah. would you rather podcast where we take questions submitted by you, the listener, and hash them out here on the show. So without further ado... Let's go ahead and get started. Our first question comes to us from uh, roommate of the podcast, Aaron Harvey. Thank you so much, Aaron, who wanted us to answer this question. Would you rather have hair follicles in your mouth or taste buds all over the top of your head? Go. So would you rather have hair that grows inside your mouth or taste buds like where you would have hair on the top of your head. Uh, uh, uh. Now, before do we I get still too have deep hair in this, with my we taste do want buds. to. What? Do I still have hair with my taste buds? Oh, on the top of your head? Yeah. Um, no, I think you're bald. So it's like the top of my buds. head is a giant tongue. Yeah, it's kind of ripply. Okay. It's, it's um, kind, well, it's got, it's I like mean, bump a dump. So only in only one of these scenarios <laughs> am I going to be tasting hair constantly. Well, yeah, but in the other scenario, you'll be tasting like hat constantly. Well, only if or, you're wearing like a say hat. A bird poops on bird poops on your head, tasting that. Say there's acid rain, tasting that. I don't know how mu- I don't get a lot of stuff on my head other than like bird poop and, soap and acid shampoo rain. and stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, always. That's all Pittsburgh is: bird poop and acid rain. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't deal with much stuff on my head other than I guess if it's raining or if I'm like exercising and sweating, that would be pretty awful. Or taking a shower, you'd be getting all kinds of like soap on the top of your head. Well, I think or you would you, say you would wear a shower cap, I would think. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good point. You just always have this kind of grody head. But if you have hair inside your mouth, like, you're always going to have that, like, that gross, uh, like, brush against your tongue feeling. 
Yeah. Although you are going to be able to eat krill really well. <laughs> uh, but you're you're not looking at all the advantages of having a tongue head. Uh, you could fall asleep in a bowl of spaghetti, and uh... <laughs> oh yeah, everyone's dream. Oh my gosh, guidance counselor. When I grow up, I want to fall asleep. In a bowl of hey, spaghetti. Jordan, you could also just fall asleep with a mouthful of spaghetti and accomplish the same thing. Well, no, you could choke on it. I don't want to choke on the spaghetti. You just want to taste. I just it. want to taste it with my tongue head. Ah, oh, that's the. <laughs> Sorry, did the, which. Did we already establish that with the tongue head, you you're you, do you don't you don't have hair, you just have taste buds. Yeah, you yeah, just have I'm taste fine buds. With that. So everybody's so, like, like gonna think that that you're like a baldy man. Yeah, yeah. you're an impotent. Dude, bald is beautiful. It's in right now. <laughs> I, I just you oh, but going to you the, can always play it off that it's like bald by choice. No, you just have like a really nice razor. But I, I just don't like okay, hair mouth. You're going to have to go to the barber, and they're going to be like, what do you want? And then you just, like, open wide. <laughs> and it's like a chia pet. Yeah. It's just overflows. Oh, gosh. Plus, I mean, let's be honest. If you don't get a cut, then you choke on your own mouth hair. I know. Oh, let's yeah, talk you're going to have to be Hold constantly on. Let's talk about time. the benefits of hair Any mouth. benefit. Is there uh, any benefit of hair Yeah. Mouth? I'm sure you could do some type of hipster hairstyling with your hair mouth. Like, oh, God. Like speaking of which, pulling it out and like braiding it, yeah, uh, like turning it into like a feed bag. I'm thinking like weave it into your already hipster like facial hair somehow. Mm-hmm, yep, so you could never fully close your mouth. It's just always gonna look like you have like a, a hair waterfall coming out over your lower lip if you actually like try and grow it into a beard type structure. So, but wait, they didn't say hair where you'd have taste buds. They just said hair growing in your mouth, right? Yeah, in your mouth. So I'm guessing it's, it's what? It's just like, everywhere, then. Roof of your mouth down? Oh, or, good call. Or maybe, like, cheeks in? Or is it just that you have, like, a really hairy tongue? Speaking I'm of roofing. If you have I'm a thinking... hairy tongue, then you could, like, lick yourself clean like a cat. Sure. I'm thinking it, Tyler... it grows, like, inwardly from your where it would grow on your face. Oh, maybe that. Oh, so it'd just be, like, inside your upper lip. Well, that'd be where your mustache is, but then your beard would also grow out of the bottom of your mouth. Oh, yeah. So, like, in your gum line. Oh, God. That's just... I hate... Uh, I I hate getting hair in my mouth in the first place. That's why I trim my mustache. Hey, guys. Because otherwise, like, you eat a burger and you bring half your face in with it. Guys, that means you can self-floss with your own hair. Oh. 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 No. This is just getting worse. No. So many benefits to either of these scenarios. Sleep in a bowl of spaghetti or. (laughs) Now, can you think of any other advantages other than. Because I can think of so many negatives for the taste buds, too. Like, say you get, like, drunk at a friend's house and you've got. Or, no, say you crash, like, anywhere other than your home. You're going to be tasting the head of, like, everyone else who slept on that pillow. The fact that you can taste without, like,. Needing to swallow it all, you can yeah. Like, you just rub that ice cream all over the top of your head because that's yeah. Be if it's great. a hot day, sticky day, nothing's gonna feel better than, than the sticky no. It's just gonna get a stickier cream. day. Yeah. No. I... Also, I'm really loving the idea of going to a uh, like a wine tasting and then like grabbing your <laughs> just... your glass of wine and then just chucking it against your head, going like, <laughs> hmm. So quite delicate notes, uh, and 
exquisite tannins. I mean, maybe if you, like, honed your taste so that you can, like, taste weather on the wind. I don't know. Can you taste that could be cool. all the weather on the wind? Um, yeah. I, you know, I loved all the establishing shots in Pocahontas <laughs> where she's just, like, standing on a canoe with her mouth wide open. And just like, bugs hair, flying just, in. Oh, just hair growing out of it. Um, no, the giant minus for the for the tongue head scenario is you're going to be bald, so everybody's going to be like, ooh, let me rub that bald head, and then you're going to be, like, licking okay. people's hands. Anyone, anyone who touches somebody's bald head without asking first is a jerk. So. Well, a lot of people do it, so a lot of people are jerks. How many bald people, people do you know? Hold on, are you... What if Kevin is this jerk? You just go up no. to bald people, don't you, and you rub their heads. Exactly. No, I'm basing it purely on the experience that Tyler had at uh, PAX, PAX, I think. At PAX? I, I don't think PAX having a mustache my is Where my same. beard got groped. It's not the same as being... Because there's so many bald people out there. I feel like if people know you, though, like if you ever shave your head... I buzzed my head a couple times. It is true that like the first thing well, you do... Well, if they like, oh, know you, your head. they know you're going to have tongue head. Yeah, but I don't... I, yeah, I but also then, probably know where their hands have been. But then when they like take it up a notch, they're like, oh, let me rub my hands on your head. Oh, let me rub my crotch on your bald head. And you're like, ah, oh, I'm tasting crotch now. Like... Yeah, but when they why, kick... Why are you doing this? When your best why friend... You... When your best friend Emeril Lagasse kicks it up a notch and goes boom <laughs> on your head exactly. with those delicious so Italian tossing spices, spices Oh, there's head. too many spices! Boom! Oh. Kick it up a notch! Too much paprika! <laughs> That's gonna wake you up in the morning. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Why would you want hair growing in your mouth? I think... Yeah, why would you want... Emerald is your friend too. He's a little intense for me. I think we're ready to vote. I think we are too. Um, Kevin, what are you going to go with? I'm going to go with hair growing out of your mouth because the plus would be that nobody would be able to roofie you because no one would want to be romantically involved with you. <laughs> Jordan? Ever. I'm going with tongue head. I'm going to. Reasoning. There's so many reasons. So you can just fall asleep in different foods? Jordan, you yes. are a vile, vile man. What if you're like, oh, you're chewing gum and you, you can't, you can't, you don't have time to finish it. You're about to walk into an important appointment. So you just stick it to your head? Stick it to the back of your head. Nobody's going to see it back there. And uh, you can keep enjoying it. It's going to, you're going to save that flavor. And this is, this is going to work. Let's go for it. Let's Jordan, go tongue head. I can see you investing in a line of uh, food wigs, like Ooh. like your Mexican ramen hair, your your luscious blonde locks. Now, is it uh, is it a um, like Asian food company that makes the Mexican ramen, or is it? No, yeah, yeah, it's Mexican Nissen food company. That's so weird. All right, I am going to go ahead and go with uh, hair mouth too because i feel like there are ways that you can like manage that um whereas with that tongue head you're just gonna be open to the elements i don't i don't trust the world or my fellow man enough uh with something like that so thank you so much for your question aaron and next time you have to choose between hair in your mouth or tongue on your head go ahead with that hair in your mouth you're gonna be glad you did uh this week we actually have two questions from a new listener and um, new friend of the show, 
uh, Jay Palmer Horst, uh, Mr. Jay Palmer Horst. Who really, uh, honestly, should have been listening from, like, week one. I swear I invited him to listen, like, when we started this podcast. And his... Well, maybe now he can tell his brother about, all, one, all the times we make fun of him on this show. And, two, Ooh, the fact that Stephen we are solely Horst. responsible for the success Ooh, Stephen of his Shorts. Hey, no, we, uh, the only reason his Kickstarter was successful was because yeah. we were, we were supporting. We gave it that MVP bump. Um, but we're going to do two questions from him this week, because uh, I really like both of them and I couldn't choose. Okay. And his first one is non-alcoholic beer Ugh. versus decaf coffee. <laughs> which is worse? Which I guess nah. which is better, which is worse. Like, what is the Let's... what is the um, better of these two evils? Let... They're both awful. Because <sighs> I don't under the problem. Like, is... who drinks decaf? Really? Like, I've never had a cup of decaf that one tastes like regular coffee, and two that like, you know, why why do I want like brown water that won't even keep me awake? You're talking. Like, I would drink bad. You're talking I would drink about bad non-alcoholic coffee. beer, right? Brown. Oh water. yeah, that's also brown water. Yeah. Uh, I will drink awful coffee if it means that I can like be productive for another couple hours. But like, decaf is awful coffee by default, and it doesn't even do anything for you. You know, here here is the plus to non-alcoholic beer. So so in the sense of. You're, you want to fit in with the guys or whatever. You're drinking decaf coffee because you're at the office. And you're like, oh, I am salary man too. And then you drink your, your <laughs> salary man too. Sa- salary man. Are you in uh, Japan like in this scenario? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in Japan in this scenario. Uh, you're about am, to go to a karaoke bar. I am average salary man as well. Ha, 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 decaf coffee drink. Um, so, so, you could, so that would be fine. Um, but better would be you're going out with work people. And, you know, they don't know that you're drinking a non-alcoholic beer. You're covering that stupid O'Doul's label. And then <laughs> they're tr- getting drunk and saying compromising things about the VP of client relations. And you're cute, cool as a cucumber with your gross O'Doul's. And recording oh, the Oh, I thought you were going to be, sa- like, doing a matchstick man type thing, going for a con. of Like, oh, I'm going to drink this non-alcoholic beer, but I'm going to pretend I'm drunk. And just say all the really hateful, hurtful things I want to say. Ooh, there you and go. And pretend I don't remember it later. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't even care if I got fired. Ah, I'm not actually drunk. Now, here's the thing about uh, decaf coffee. It is like a stunted, like, uh, non-productive, like, like, genetically modified version of a regular coffee bean. And, like, it will never taste as good as real coffee. But the thing about non-alcoholic beer is you could brew non-alcoholic beer that tastes actually good. Just nobody wants to do it because there's no purpose to it. Yeah. You could. Uh, Really? I mean, well, I in fact, down... like malt beverages that are uh, non-alcoholic are real popular as sodas in most other nations. That's weird. I mean, I... Hey, other nations, just stop. Just drink beer. I... and Now, I don't generally, like, pound down Miller Lights just to get wasty. Uh, I'm I'm a big fan of, like, oh, different tasting beer. Like, right now, I am having a... Uh, 
a flying dog pearl necklace oyster stout, which is a stout with that uses real river oysters. Um, that sounds disgusting. It's actually pretty great. Uh, but, like, I really enjoy, like, a good-tasting beer. So if they could make, like, really interesting-tasting non-alcoholic beer, that would be fine. Check this out, Tyler but... and Kevin. Malta. I present you with Malta. The island like the or country? the beverage? Island? No, nope, the soft drink. Weird. It... I don't like it. I don't like the idea of it. I don't like the... Oh, no, It has. it's 2% alcohol by volume. That has... Well, hold on, Kevin. O'Doul's is 0.5% alcohol by volume. Is it really? Yes. I thought it was zero. I thought it was just... No, there is no such thing as 100% non-alcoholic if it has... Oh, so if potentially if you pound them enough... (laughs) If you pound 40 (laughs) O'Doul's... You can still get drunk. Now, you just have to be really committed. You can if you are... If you are super lightweight, lightweight, you can get drunk off of uh that's a white light light light. light. (laughs) um that is another advantage of non-alcoholic beer though it's great for drinking competitions like again if you're like you know covering up that oduls you can be like oh yeah i've pounded back like 50 of these and i just feel super bloated (laughs) not actually drunk although you'd probably throw up eventually yeah i mean have either of you had oduls I feel no. like I had a sip at uh, one point. No. My dad no. used to drink it back in the days when everyone in our household wasn't 21, and I think my parents were like... Your dad was under 21? No. Well, <laughs> all the kids were under 21, and uh, I think my dad just didn't want to have alcohol in the house until we were all of age. So my dad used to drink it as like... It is still... It has all the refreshing qualities of a beer, in terms of if if you did some hot sticky activity like mowing a lawn on a hot summer's oh, day, baby, it still refreshes you. It just doesn't have the booze aspect to it, so it's still refreshing. I can't say that uh, about decaffeinated coffee. Well, I mean, decaf coffee can be like a cream and sugar receptacle. I feel like decaf coffee is the equivalent of like. A nicotine patch that is just like a Band-Aid. You just put a Band-Aid on and pretend it's... it's a temporary tattoo. You pretend it's a nicotine patch. It's really a Band-Aid, and hopefully it makes you feel better, but it doesn't, because it doesn't do anything. The the only times I've actually used, like, decaf is times when I've really wanted coffee, and I knew that I had to, like, go to sleep later, trying to trick myself into thinking I just had well, a cup of coffee. And, and decaf, similar to non-alcoholic beer having a very small amount of alcohol into it, decaf coffee has a very small amount of caffeine in it. But, again, you'd have to drink, like, ten cups of it to get any kind of buzz. Kevin, were you putting your finger up to make a point, or were you just playing with your little light bug? Oh, I was just playing with the light bug. No, you guys got it covered. Uh... You're playing with your light bright. <laughs> yeah, people don't realize that Kevin makes beautiful light bright yeah, portraits Kevin, every episode. Kevin's always constantly. I mean, you may sometimes hear the clicking. He's constantly. Yeah, it kind of sound. It may sound like uh, the sound of a keyboard that Tyler didn't manage to edit out of the right. The but that's actually Kevin podcast. furiously assembling a light bright, and then every five minutes he shows it to us at a, a in the camera, and Tyler and I will quietly nod in approval. Yeah. <laughs> These are the things right. that happen while uh, while recording. 
We need to take a vote on this. I am going to go ahead and go with non-alcoholic beer because I feel like there's much better chance of like some kind of flavor. Uh, and also like it's good for if you're the designated driver. At least you can have something in your hand. Whereas decaf is just it's dumb. Why, why are you people drinking it? Go home. Brush your teeth. I don't know. Jordan? Uh, I'm going to go with non-alcoholic beer. Because I already don't really like the taste of black coffee. Um, and the only benefit of coffee I see is caffeine. So I would rather have a non-alcoholic beer. Like sometimes it does quench the old thirst uh, in such a way uh, that, you know, you can still enjoy the taste of beer if you like beer. So I'll go with that. In theory, in theory, someone could microbrew a very tasty non-alcoholic beer. Kevin? I'm going to go with uh, decaf coffee because uh, before all the kids in my house were uh, in college, my dad drank decaf coffee because he didn't want the caffeine in the house when we weren't ready for it. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot you grew up Mormon. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's why uh, That's why my brother loves energy drinks so much, because you can't have hot caffeine if you're a Mormon, but you can have cold caffeine. That's actually... Really? Yeah, I was, uh, I was reading some forum, like some Mormon forum, and they're like, yep, we all drink uh, energy drinks, because Joseph Smith hadn't invented energy drinks yet, so... But if you leave a Pepsi in the sun too long, you're, you're screwed. Um, so thank you so much for your question, Palmer. And next time you have to choose between a non-alcoholic beer and decaf coffee, go with that non-alcoholic beer, especially if it's just like the middle of the workday. It's not alcoholic. They're not allowed to yell at you. Uh, our next question is choose your own adventure versus goosebump books. Choose your own adventure books versus goosebump books. Do we also get the TV series? Viewer beware, you're in for a scare. I never really watched the Goosebump TV series. I saw some Are You Afraid of the Dark, but not oh, really oh, Goosebumps. Oh, oh. Did, um, did we ever put uh, Spooky Shrek on our Facebook wall? I feel like I did at one point. I'll put it back. I though. feel like we should put it back on. Uh, anyway, It's timely. Um, did either of you guys really read Goosebumps? Nah. I was always too spooked. Nah, my nah. parents, uh, I don't, I don't really know what they had against it, but every time I was like, ooh, we could, I could watch Goosebumps, they would just shake their heads slowly. And I was, uh, I was an Are You Afraid of the Dark kid. Well, I, like, let me put it this way. My parents, uh, had to sit down and watch a full episode of Ah Real Monsters before they allowed me to watch it regularly, so... Ha! <laughs> um, I used to have the nickname of one of the characters in that show, Crumb. My, still my least favorite nickname I've ever ah. had. Um, now, I never really read Goosebumps because I was a, a big old Freddy child, and, like, seeing a... There was a really especially scary episode of the Power Rangers where, like, they all got eaten by a frog. And then it was, like, a two-part episode. And so they're like, next time, all the Power Rangers. And it's just, like, all their faces inside this frog's stomach. And I could not sleep for, like, a week because I never saw the follow-up episode. And I was like, oh, God, a giant frog ate the Power Rangers. Just, like, I, I don't know. I was a frightened, easily child. I did have... 
the Galaxy of Fear books, though, which is the Star Wars knockoff version of Goosebumps. <laughs> Let me see if I can find some covers for you. They had these sweet holographic covers. Boy, those were those were good because they had my favorite Star Wars. I'm looking at Goosebump titles. These books are are garbage. They are Phantom of the Auditorium. This yeah. is garbage. This is absolutely terrible. And I apologize because. R.L. Stein is an actual dude and writes all of these books. Like he, he real he, Stein. He's an actual physical person. He actually does like he appears at the UCB Theater in New York and does uh, shows. Like they like interview him for shows. Uh, what are they usually pretty spooky and scary? Uh, no, he's just a bald man with glasses. <laughs> um. Before we talk about Choose Your Adventure, Kevin, do you want to go grab your laundry real quick? Oh, hold on. The timer hasn't... Let me see how much... It's two to eight. Oh. It's one to eight, according to my clock. I got, uh... I got, I got, uh, 4.52 left on my laundry here, according to my timer, so I guess I must have put in a little bit before eight. Okay. Um... So... Did, now, were either of you enthusiastic Choose Your Own Adventure readers... Because I um, also loved Choose Your Own Adventure, although most of it was through Star Wars Choose Your Own Adventure books. I really love Star so, Wars. So your books parents, like, up. as long as it was in, it was in the guise or the the universe of Star Wars, like anything, like Star Wars erotica, give it to Tyler. Oh yeah, give oh yeah, that was that was Tyler. Uh, yeah, elementary school Tyler uh-huh. was all about those, those Star Wars slash fix. Oh my gosh! By that I mean fiction where people got cut in half. So many Twi'leks. Uh, what about you, Jordan? Uh, I didn't read a lot of Choose Your Own Adventure books, so I might have read one or two. I really like the idea of Choose Your Own Adventure Ooh, books. See, like, I, I thought it was, I thought it was really fun. I thought it was really interesting. I loved having like some choice, but no, no, e- the but obsessive though. compulsive part of me, like, it's super inefficient because if I want to like read the entire book. I'm going to have to read it over and over and over again to get, like, every single possibility. And it can branch out in so many ways. That, like, I am, you know, I'm I'm a completionist? Completist? Uh, per- complete in box? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm complete in box. You're a complete uh, a fox. I'm a co- I co- complete a fox. Yeah. Um, I, going back to Goosebumps, are you guys familiar with the genuinely terrifying uh series of kids uh spooky novels called scary stories to tell in the dark i am that uh, those books are legitimately awful like there was some controversy recently like that they were gonna do a reprint with someone changing the art to something less spooky this, the art is real spooky Wait, <laughs> the art is the most terrifying part of what it. is it called scary stories to tell in the dark just do an image search of that kevin uh i'm on the wikipedia Holy frick! Oh, yeah, no, no. All of them ah. are like, um, they're they're mice watching you sleep, Kevin, <laughs> just waiting to bite off your arm hairs. Yeah, I live in a freaking scary story to tell in the dark, right? Holy, oh gosh! I was under the impression that New York City was just a scary story to this tell in the dark. I mean, um, you're a little old to be believing in new york Kevin. <laughs> well most of the scary stories uh, really an entire concrete jungle where dreams are made of <laughs> where the bright lights will make you feel brand new and did you get your laundry yet it's 802 
Uh, timer hasn't rung yet. Uh, Dude has till like eight o. Now, where is uh, your where is your laundry? How long is this break going to take? How much dead uh, air are Tyler it'll, and I going to It'll take fill? it'll take approximately four minutes. Okay. Um, yeah, so, I'll probably cut it out of the podcast let, let instead me just, of filling the dead let air. Let me just make this point though before I go. Um, with the choose your own adventure books, it's not really choose your own adventure. It's like a Calvinist choose your own adventure because. A true choose-your-own-adventure would be a blank – Would the end would be blank pages that you just wrote on. Or or the whole book would be blank and it would just start, there was a dude and – and then dot, dot, dot. And then you would just – This is the Big Lebowski like, choose-your-own-adventure. You're adventure. saying like 1970s and 80s computer text adventures are the true choose-your-own-adventure. Exactly. Even though, even though most adventures will end in your death, <laughs> that is how well, real life works. <laughs> Right. Well, even well, every then, adventure those choose your own adventures, like you're saying stuff until you find the right command to move on to the next part of the story. It's not like with, I think Kevin is more just proposing a notebook with three words at the start. I'm of just it. saying. True, Which is really cost efficient. A true choose your own adventure book is just, you choose, a, oh, you want to hear about knights? All right. Buy a book that says, hey, there were a bunch of knights. And then you write the rest or like. Oh, do you like gangsters? Like, Al Capone was a jerk, you know? That sounds like a lot of work, though, Kevin. I'm just saying, look, maybe kids wouldn't be so stupid and China wouldn't be taking over the world if we had, you know, made Choose Your Own Adventure book. That's what it is. Kids are dumb because they they don't have to make up their own adventures anymore. They just choose them. And computers. And Twilight. I'll be right back. I, go ahead. I would definitely read a choose-your-own-adventure Twilight. I'm going to look to see if there is one of those. See, that would be um, fantastic. Uh, where Where's the page that they just don't kill themselves immediately? That's that's the adventure I choose. Well, the thing is, you're not actually trying to get to the happy ending. Like The trick is, like, how do I make all the right choices to just put an end to all this? Um, There is a... There's an 8-bit choose-your-own-adventure Twilight interactive game via YouTube. Uh, now, I am a big fan of uh, Ryan North did a choose-your-own-adventure version of Hamlet that is really, really funny. Did you, uh, did you buy recommend. that? I did, I'll and it's fantastic. It's so, so good. He's a super funny dude, and it's illustrated by a bunch of really great webcomic artists. Did uh did you watch any Are You Afraid of the Dark, Tyler? Not really. So <laughs> everyone who's watched that show can only ever remember one episode, and it's the episode where a kid gets trapped in a pinball game. That sounds like the episode of the Muppet Babies that they went into Nintendo games that I remember existing but haven't seen in forever. Oh, yeah, that, that episode that doesn't exist. Uh, where were we at? What were we discussing? Uh, let's vote. I think, yeah, I think we're ready to vote. Uh, I will vote for Goosebumps, because Choose Your Own Adventures are never satisfying. There's never a satisfying end to the adventure. Kevin? What is this Shrek Gets Spooked video? Oh, well, you were taking out your laundry. We watched a bunch of Shrek videos. Oh, good. I can't believe I hey, missed Hey, Shrek that. is love. Shrek is life. Um, what, what was the thing? Choose your own adventure. Choose your own adventure. 
Oh boy! You know what? I'm gonna go with goosebumps because I think the goosebumps. The goosebumps. Hey, what's the what's the matter for these goosebumps? Um, I'm gonna go with goosebumps because I think what's gonna get us ahead of uh, you know, all those uh, students in China is scaring kids. We're gonna scare them, and then they're gonna say, "I want to do better in school because I don't want the." creature from the black lagoon to eat me and he doesn't go to school so i'm gonna go to school oh i thought you were gonna go like the baddie on this week's goosebumps is cigarettes <laughs> don't so, don't do well, tobacco or, kids. or no just like just you incorporate that into the monsters it's like oh it's and a, then the it's... frankenstein <laughs> put in a, a cool this, cigarette this frankenstein smoked up a J and then killed these kids Ooh, marijuana's not so cool anymore right <laughs> oh my gosh this dracula is drunk out of his mind and he ate your mom so he she's dead now um and I am going to go ahead and go with Choose Your Own Adventure because I think they're a lot more enjoyable than Goosebumps. And, like, I've, usually I get a lot of my reading done right before I go to bed, and I don't want to be spooked. I don't want to go to bed with all them them ghoulies in my Says brain. Says the guy who was reading Lovecraft before he went to bed for a number of months. Uh, what? Not a number of months. Weeks. Nah, the Mountains of Madness is really good. It's Lovecraft is a horrible racist, though. Um, so thank you so much for your questions, Jay Palmer, and next time you have to choose between Goosebumps or Choose Your Own Adventure, go ahead with Goosebumps. I guess you'll be glad you did. I don't know. If you're into that kind of thing. Our final question comes to us from Murph Murphy, who wants to know, would you rather be known for a body limerick worldwide or be known for a well-respected novel that no one actually likes Ooh, go would you rather be known for a body limerick worldwide or known for a respected right, novel right. that no one actually here's likes? here's the big advantage of worldwide body uh limerick it means you get to okay. live in nantucket <laughs> do they all start then, that way what are the rules of a limerick again well, a limerick has to be about a man from nantucket it has to end with poop. well no hold on kevin a body limerick has to be about a man from nantucket only because the rhyming of nantucket works really well with some body words so well i thought um, didn't, didn't... it's a a b b a so uh, and it has to follow the line, meter second line it has to go da 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 that is the bodiest limerick I have ever heard. It was popularized by Edward Lear, who I'm assuming is King Lear. He loved limericks. There there were actually if you go through King Lear, there are a lot of limericks. A lot of A lot of people don't realize that Shakespeare mostly wrote limericks. Uh, yeah, actually, all of the plays were originally uh, intended to be in limerick form, in body limerick form. Um, and, oh my gosh, Othello. It could be that um, Murph was misspelling body limericks. Like, limericks about people's, like, hot bods and chiseled abs. Oh my gosh. What rhymes with six-pack? Uh, <laughs> some body things. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're, so, I don't know, that's like... 
sex pact? So it's like you'll be well known for something that I guess people like. Or I guess not everyone's going to like it. Like it may be that you're meeting ladies and (laughs) Jordan, stop writing limericks in the chat window. Um, (laughs) uh, But so if you're known for this body limerick, like it's going to be hard to get respect in the workplace. You're just going to be known as that dude who like writes dirty poems. We shouldn't put so many funny YouTubes. Sometimes I feel like when we're recording this podcast, it's less of like us trying to provide humor for the listener and more us just trying to make each other break. I shouldn't. I should never click on any links to you guys. That's... that's Done! Oh, all right. Jordan wrote a very body limerick. And Kevin is crying from a video of a man riding another man as a motorcycle. And essentially Nintendo 64 graphics. (laughs) Kevin, did you see the whole thing yet? It's so good. You have to watch it when we're done. I I closed it because I couldn't keep it together. If you have, like, a well-respected novel that no one actually likes, though, like, it's still well-respected. Like, it's still going to open doors for you. You'll well, no, probably be it's able more to that... get, like, a teaching job or something. Yeah, I mean, you'll probably get tenure at, like, some awful university. Like, you're, you'll get tenure at Kent State. Awful or... university? Yeah. That's the sequel to Monster University. Ugh. <laughs> 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 Which is, you know, which is still cash money bling yeah, bling. No, I, I, I don't think Kevin, you're going to be able Kevin, to... Kevin, mo- would you like to be teaching creative writing at Kent State for your your media... Well, your your great novel that no one appreciates? Uh, Depends on if it's a graduate or, or, or undergraduate You know program. what? Yeah, because... Cause, oh, frick, I clicked on the link again. <laughs> it's so good. Did you hear the music uh, for it, too? Yeah, yes, I did. Um... Uh, no, because, because, uh, like, honestly, you would, you would develop such a sense of arrogant self-satisfaction, it would be like a suit of armor that no one could ever penetrate. Like, everybody would be like, oh man, your book sucks so much, and you're like, oh yeah. Oh, so you're saying you'd never even believe them. Exactly. Like, people would claim that no, no, they don't actually like it, and be like, no, you're you're a Philistine. Right. Because, well, because it's I'm going to well, throw this rock at your forehead and kill you. I'm not going <laughs> to, you know, not to poke holes in the question, but how could it be well-respected if nobody likes it? Is it like is it like Crime and Punishment where everybody's like, that's ah, a really great book. I'm going to get to it one day. No, I'm thinking it's one of those books is like, oh, it does like things that nobody's done before. Like, oh, it's so impressive that it's like so long and stuff like that. Right. Like, so basically it's a book that nobody has read, but everybody pretends that they've read and all agree is great. There are a number of books that I've encountered as um uh, the English major, um, the most dangerous major, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> for your f- future, um, 
that there are plenty of books that like are really easy to like write papers on because they're like, oh, I can write a post-colonial criticism. I can write a Marxist criticism. Blah 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 blah. And so like they're respected and they're taught, but no one actually enjoys reading them. Like there are plenty of books that are like objectively influential or things like that that no one you know really wants to read as like you know like beach reading yeah and and all and the the true the true mark of a good book is that you can read it on the beach with a hot that's true right if i if i bring something to a beach and i don't feel compelled to read it i just throw it right into the waves like Tom Cruise? Yeah, I throw him right into the waves, too. Um, with the novel, though, at least you can monetize that. Like, if it's well-respected the world over, chances are you're going to be rolling in dough. Like, you can I buy a bakery. True. I think you just mentioned that, like, it could be a great work, but it could be, like, really specific for a genre that, like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. This, this library will accept it, but, like, nobody's ever going to check it out. I mean, it's... It's the seminal work on uh, on something or other that's boring. Like, oh, this is the the seminal novel novel on lawnmower repair. Can we talk about how successful the Seminole Tribe has been? Oh yeah, they've written like everything important. <laughs> They're really great. Um, I was about to say that like you can't really monetize a popular limerick but honestly they're like giving book deals to people with like pretty good tweets these they days. are like like just one tweet crap my dad like pretty says. good they're giving tv shows to those people jeez we're gonna commission a f- feature-length film based on your limerick we really want to know they the, made the, a movie the, out of grumpy deeper Cat. story did you see that of that of that guy from Nantucket. They did, and Aubrey Plaza is the voice. I know, that makes me so sad. I like her so much. Yeah, she is really, really great. I mean, I'm sure she's getting paid handsomely for it, but... Yeah, she's being paid and handsome. And she probably <laughs> took the took the role, ironically, knowing it was going to be terrible. But that doesn't change the fact that they're wasting her. Speaking of getting wasted... um, not I, on yeah, wasting someone is like murdering them, if, isn't it? You, they're wasting her. She's uh, she got wasted. They um, put out a hit if she didn't do the Grumpy Cat movie. Um, if you were famous for that body limerick, you are gonna get so many free beers at so many bars for reciting that baby. Oh yeah, yeah but well that's you're the not thing, gonna be though. able to like, pick up chicks with it though because it's boring. Yeah, because they will have all heard it before. You think? Probably, if you're famous for it. Well, wait, are we famous for it? I think we Yeah, are. yeah. I think we're known the world over for this body limerick. When's the last time you heard someone use the word body? Uh, uh, just Murph... two seconds ago, when you yeah, said it. When Murph said oh, good it. Good point. <laughs> I, uh, Dad, I why'd you name me Murph? <laughs> wow, is Murph here on the podcast? Yeah, special, <laughs> special for Interstellar guess. coming out this week. We have... Uh, we have little uh, creepy baby from Twilight Murph uh, here live on the podcast. Hey, Dad, why'd you call me Murph? Oh, uh, look, it's uh, Matthew McConaughey's too here too. Now it ain't here because Murphy's Law or something like that. Murphy's Law just states that if something bad can happen, it will happen. Violate. Oh, goodness. 
I did a series of commercials to prove that I know how to drive. Is that Jeff Bridges? <laughs> nah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the same thing. Um, I, I didn't realize it came out this week. I'm excited for that. Uh, Have either of you guys it. seen Birdman? Bird- the, the live action of Harvey Birdman? Birdman. Attorney at Law? Um, I was kind of dis. I was very disappointed. Let's be honest. When I found out that Michael Keaton was not doing a live action Harvey Birdman. Now is is the Birdman in Birdman? Is it actually like the Hanna Barbera Birdman, or is it a different? It Birdman? isn't. No, he's doing like a some kind of crazy stage See, play. If it's, it's 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 a biography of the well, Miami no, no, Heat player Birdman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Birdman, I want to know I if the Birdman that he portrays in the movie is the Birdman. From the Hanna Barbera cartoon. No, I'm pretty sure it's like a shot for shot remake of the Nightman Cometh, only Birdman. Uh huh. Um, or Dayman Cometh? If, Whatever. If they Who, didn't secure cometh. the rights for Birdman, the Hanna Barbera cartoon, I'm very disappointed. No, I, I think somebody's already in the works for that. Yeah, just like the Captain Caveman. No, I, I'm serious. I think, uh, let me see. Birdman. Uh, Birdman. I don't know. I was more of a superhero movies are kind of everywhere. That's true. Oh, Marvel just announced all that garbage. I mean, it's probably going to be good, but like, they've got like the next twenty years planned out of Marvel movies. Marble movies. Marble murmur. All right, we need to take a vote on this. Kevin, what are you going to go? Choose your own adventures. What <laughs> the options are limerick or novel that nobody actually likes. Oh. Oh. Um I'm going to go with uh limerick because you will be a constant disappointment to your parents and you will not have to go to Thanksgiving. Uh all for that one poem you wrote. That's right. They say <laughs> you throw it out of the family. You are out of that will, and so you have to befriend like Warren Buffett or something. It was it. a three strike policy, and after that haiku and sonnet, like that limerick <laughs> was really just pushing well, it over. The no, line. no, it was a three strike policy. They were like, all right, the first line. They're like, okay, all right, that's one. <laughs> you get one. And then the second line, they're like, oh, you're, you're, and then the third line, they're like, oh. When they started that new rhyme scheme, they're like, I'll get out of here. Yeah, that's right. They said, no, thank you. Um, I don't think, Jordan, I don't think this limerick's going to see the light of day, buddy. I, I the one that Jordan writes? Yep, yeah, it's I, never going to see so. anything ever. I love it, but it's, it won't. <laughs> oh, I told you I was going to write a bawdy limerick. You guys can just verify. You Now, you that's a word that you say weird for once. Body. body? Body. You were like body. Yeah. Uh, I I am going to go ahead and go with um novel. No, the word because... the word I say weird is uh that everyone picks on me is uh tourist. Tourist? Tourist. Or tour a uh, t- uh, tourism I say too instead of tourism. Cuz that's a lot of tourism. syllables you're forcing in there. I'd rather just uh, I'm going to go with novel because one I need that sweet cash. And two, it's at least going to get my foot in the door. Like, nobody's saying my second novel is going to be garbage. Like, if I can just get people to, you know, buy it, then maybe I can do better. Or I'll do worse. Whatever. I'll be getting money. Jordan, what are you going with? Uh, I'm going to go with Body Limerick because um, I, I've already shown that I can write them. Yeah, clearly you have a gift for it. So also, you... we need to introduce ourselves as minor villains from birdman at some point because there's a lot of good ones (laughs) um 
We'll do that next episode if we yep. remember. Uh, so thank you so much for your question, Murph. And next time you have to choose between a body limerick or a respected novel no one actually likes, go ahead with that body limerick. You're going to be glad you did. And thank you all so much for joining us for another episode of Ninjas vs. Podcast. If you would like to submit a question, you can do so via email like uh, Jay Palmer Horse did, um, emailing us at ninjas versus podcast. That's versus vs no period at gmail.com. You can also head over to facebook.com slash ninjas versus podcast where we remind folks when we're going to be recording so they can get questions in. Uh, and then we also just uh, post funny things that we find on the internet. Uh, I know I posted that, messed up, by the way. that spooky <laughs> Shrek. Um, the Shrek videos. Oh, yeah, and the sequel, Shrek Gets Haunted. Both of those are on the Facebook page are, right now. So they're horrifying. You should, you should head over there. He bit that man's you, head off. <laughs> you should head over there if you want the best uh, Shrek Awful. available. And we got to put uh, um, Ultimate Roller Muscle Legend on there, too. <laughs> and uh, also, um, you know, I'm always asking for new questions. Uh, sometimes questions are just too close to ones that we've done before or are things that I know that none of us know enough about to actually be funny. Um, so if I haven't done your question, there's always a chance I might pull it out later. And if you submitted more questions like Steph Conley did after we already recorded this episode, uh, keep an eye out for next week. Uh, Kevin, do we have a follower of the week on we Twitter? We do. Oh, Oh, go ahead. Well, you're looking for that. We also were tweeted at. Um, we were. We have. We have a legitimate tweet of the week. Evan. Yeah, from from Ewan. Oh, Ewan. Ewan, Ewan Benwell Ewan says. McGregor? Ewan McGregor says listening to Ninjas vs. Podcast episode 101 is uh, like we put a tweet in your Twitter so you can tweet while you tweet. That sounds like something you'd say, Kevin. Yeah, I think it maybe was. I don't know. What <laughs> what episode are um, we on now? When was 101? Uh, like 30 episodes ago? Wow, 30, 29 episodes 30 ago? 30 years ago. 130. Uh, Ewan is listening to each of the episodes. Uh, thank you so much, Ewan. I can't say I recommend it. Uh, <laughs> but thank you for committing, uh, over 101 hours of your life to this podcast. Those are like four days that you're never going to get back. Um... <laughs> And Kevin, do we have a follower of the week? Uh, we do not, but we are following, and everyone else should go out and follow. Yeah, team follow back, Ninjas vs. Podcast. At Sandman1484, who is described as entrepreneur social media. Oh, yeah. Which is, he's, that's, he's selling dreams yep, to mm-hmm. children. That's the professional Twitter that you want when you're, when you're doing a business enterprise like that. Sandman. You nailed it, buddy. Uh, thank you so much to Animal Tropical for letting us use their song 20 Miles as our intro, and to Sparrows and Crows for letting us use their song Ultraviolet Bliss as our outro. Um, and if you're enjoying the podcast, uh, it's always super helpful if you go into iTunes and give us a rating or review, uh, anything like that. It helps other people to find the show. Um, a couple people did it for our last episode, which is super nice. We hadn't been getting any for a while. Um, and it's always cool to go on there and be like, oh, hey, there are beeps and boops, ones and zeros over here. Uh, our final question, keeping with our ninjas versus theme, ninjas versus Shrek. Go. 
Shrek with the way that he bit that guy's head off. I don't think those ninjas are going to have any chance. Yeah, nothing scares Shrek. I'm going with Shrek. You could spook him, maybe, but... Uh, and I am also going to go with Shrek, because even if their swords uh, do connect with him, something that ninjas don't realize is that ogres, in fact, have layers. Uh, so he's just going to keep shedding those exoskeletons while he pummels them into oblivion. So thank you so much for joining us. As ever, I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kevin. And until next time... Uh, write us an essay on the pros and cons of Ultimate Muscle Roller Legend. <laughs> did you post that in the Facebook I group? did. Uh, uh, I labeled it as, if weird stuff gives you the heebie-jeebies, best give this one a pass. <laughs> I'm not sure, I don't know if I'd call it not work safe. I'd call it not mind safe. Uh, it's I work that's safe, but it's, it's bizarre. That's for sure. Watch it again. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it again right now. I need to do as well. You guys, you really need to watch Time it. From all the fun and we'll hit the ground. Let the grass scratch up our legs. And we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss. Did you guys figure out what we're introducing ourselves as? Ooh, let's introduce uh, ourselves as Obama. <laughs> I was going to say the same stupid thing. <laughs>